Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Things have been a little bit strange. We've been doing a lot of video editions. Um, hopefully you've taken the, the large amount of time to listen to the Passover series that I did a few days ago. Um, if you've not, or if you've somehow missed that, it's a five-part series um, examining what I called the perpetual Passover. Um, here we are so far removed from biblical culture, Jewish culture, the, the origin of the people of God. And, and let's just face it, we here in 2020 in, in modern day Christianity, whether you're in, here in America or you're anywhere throughout the earth and, and follow just modern traditions, we have just, we've forgotten um, just the ways of, of how God dealt with his people throughout the timeline of history. Um, you know, we have to take responsibility for that ourselves, but let's just face it. We are a people of inheritance. We're a people of inheritance. We're, we're operating and functioning out of things that our fathers and our fathers' fathers handed down to us. I mean, we are products of the ongoing passing on of traditions, doctrines. And this far away, man, this far away from even when Yeshua, Jesus, walked on the earth, friends, we have been slowly moving away from the ancient path. And and let's just face it, just practically speaking, we have not been handed what generations ago were handed, given, and taught. When Paul, as, as I mentioned just the other day, when, when Paul was, was wrapping up his ministry and he was leaving places for the last time, he was always found giving warnings, prophetically speaking. Listen, y'all, people are coming in amongst you to devour you. They will, they will lead you away from what? From what I'm teaching you. And friends, what did Paul teach? Paul taught, he taught the culmination of what he had always learned and known that came through Yeshua, the Son of God, the slain lamb. That's why I just talked about in the Passover teaching, he said, Christ, our Passover lamb, he became the bread, he became the cup, he became the blood upon the doorpost of the circumcised heart of the people of God, the mark, the distinction. And how do you do that? He, you know, he was found going to the temple and doing the things he had already been doing his whole life alongside other brothers. Why? Because they understood that the past met the present and led them and led any others who would give themselves to it into the future. The, the, the church that had always been now, <laughs> the ancient church, the church that started, all right, I'm going to get distracted. The reason I turned this on this morning, I'm walking around my pasture out here this morning. If you are planning to observe Passover today, this evening, um, we are doing that here in our home. This is, this is our first year of truly observing Passover. And that's why I wanted to just, to just come out here and record this very briefly. 
is to encourage you, to encourage us, the church, who, who lit, literally need to just step back and say, you know what, God? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't understand your ways. I don't understand the history of the church. I'm ignorant. Now listen, I thought I knew the history of the church. I thought I knew. Pentecost, forward. The ecclesia, the called out ones, the separate ones. You know, like that again, as I share with great regularity here on the podcast, was my purpose, our trajectory was to establish and become the Acts Church. Well, listen, as I'm always saying, that is too small. It's too limited because in doing that alone, we divorce everything that preceded, which was the church spoken into existence, into a nation, a a holy royal priesthood, a set-apart, consecrated people for God's possession that started thousands of years before. And as I talked about the, the principle of through, the, the principle of through, going through Messiah to pinpoint the ages that preceded, goes through Messiah, out the other side in continuance and perpetuity, which is why the feasts matter. So friends, I just wanted, I have tried to contact pretty much everybody I know And it's very interesting, like, there are so many people that are like, Joel, tell me more. Tell me more about this. What in the world is the deal with this? I don't know anything about it. And then there are others, nothing but crickets chirping. (laughs) So what do we do with that? Well, all right, the ones that are interested, here's some more. Here's some more. Do you have questions? I have questions. Let's find the answer. Let's become the ancient people of God on the earth through Yeshua Messiah in the here and now. While there's a plague on the earth, while there's a supermoon last night, tonight at sunset is Passover, a marked, distinct day that we are commanded to keep forever and ever for all of time throughout our generations if we do, in fact, believe that we're not just mere Christian Americans, but we have, in fact, been grafted in to become as Israel, then it is for us. And it is for us to keep forever. And here's the thing, right? And this is why I came on here this morning to record this very briefly. This is a very weighty thing to do. Because not everyone is the same, I understand. There are many people that are just kind of easygoing, laid-back people. Man, God bless y'all. Can you share a little of that with somebody else like me? I want to do this right. I want to do it well. I want to honor the Lord. I want to observe his feasts. I want to know him as he is. I want to encounter him. I want my, my family to, to be found like marked and distinct, set apart in this hour, on this earth, in an age, in an hour, in a minute now, that is very unique in regards to the entire timeline of history. Very unique. So many things I said in the Passover series, if you've not listened to it, please at least consider listening to some parts. Even if you only do one in five, please, please just consider giving yourself to that if you don't know anything about truly observing, biblically speaking, and the importance of the Passover and the feasts. And so here's the thing this morning. 
if you are anywhere in the in the realm of of like considering doing something for Passover, even if it's just doing what we would call in modern Protestant Christianity communion, whatever it is that you are maybe wrestling with in your heart or, or even just asking a question, is there anything I should do? Friends, the answer is absolutely yes. Yes. And here's the thing, right? I'm speaking this to myself and I'm speaking it to anyone who might listen to this today. We need to do something in faith. Something in faith and not get overwhelmed, not get so weighed down that that becomes something that actually draws away from the spirit and the the life within why we would even do this <laughs> but like something that that is just freed to seek the lord to unplug from work in our lives today and tomorrow first fruits begins the week of unleavened bread is coming all these things that are in the in the upcoming days on the calendar there is a time for us to be set apart, quiet, marked, reading, studying, talking with our children, praying with them, doing things to demonstrate what? A remembrance, a memorial to the eternal ways of Yahweh God that are no less in place right now than they were all the way back then in Egypt. And so here's the thing I was thinking about this morning. I was asking the Lord, I got up, man, I got up earlier than usual today and I went outside and I'm just blowing the shofar, which man, for me, it's just, it's just, that's still such a new thing in the context of what we're doing now. But I just began to cry. I just began to cry at the declaration of Hosiana, Baruch, Habah, Bashem, Adonai. Save us, O oh God. Save us, O oh slain lamb. Rescue us. Deliver us. We are a desperate people. Please help us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And so, man, it was just a powerful time before the sun came up, just alone outside, even before my family was stirring, just declaring that the what? The ancient sound of the shofar echoing through these hills and valleys and mountains here where we live. I mean, just traveling forever with no other competing sounds at all in this specific area. Just the resounding sound just moved me. A remembrance. A memorial. I'm doing what men thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years did over the land to declare what? The name of the one true God, the Elohim of Elohims. And I got to thinking, and, and as, as time passed, I started finding my mind distracted. I started finding my thinking going towards natural circumstances relationships, things I wish were different but just, just factually aren't, and I just found myself getting greatly distracted, and I was like, God, why am I doing this still? Here on your marked distinct day, I'm still 
wrestling with my own emotions and my own feelings and my own thinking. I want to be clear, God. I want to be, I want to be just set in today, locked in. And here's what I felt the Lord say, and this is primarily why I turned this on, and then I'll bring this to a very abrupt close. You know what I felt the Lord say to me? I felt the Holy Spirit say, Joel, this is how it was then. This is how it was then, Joel. Don't get frustrated because of all the distractions of life. This is real life. This is when the feasts of the Lord meet real life, son. The feasts of the Lord meet real life. Struggles, distractions, worries, fears, anxiety, confusion. The demands of things that have to be done. Listen, do we get through our minds what this would have looked like for the Israelites at the original Passover in Egypt? All that was going on? The promise of God comes through Moses. Look, a plague is coming and this is it. This one here is going to deliver you. You must go into your homes. You must cover the lentil and the doorposts with the blood of the lamb. You must cook this lamb in this certain way. You must, you must, you must. Do you realize the soberness of the requirements, y'all? And we just say, well, I'm just in Jesus now. I don't have to do anything. And friends, if we're not careful, every one of us possess some level of that understanding, especially if you're here in America. We've been taught and trained that the grace in the blood of Yeshua Jesus made it so we do nothing but just bask in the goodness. Friends, but there's something to be done. As I taught the other day and as we did in a whiteboard teaching in our house that made it online, John 11 says that all the people from the country that were coming in to celebrate Passover came in days early, arrived at the city of Jerusalem. Well, why? To purify themselves to purify themselves, to purge out the things in their life that had to go. Why did Paul teach the same thing about the leaven? Remove the leaven. Get it out of your home. Why does that matter today? Why are we taking all of the leaven out of our house today? Just to perform some magical ritual? No, because Paul taught it. Because the people of God have taught it and have done it. And have done it again year after year after year. Why? In faith to say, God, there's sin in the recesses of my life that I don't even know is there. God, reveal it to me. I'm putting my effort and my time into this. Why? I need a circumcised heart. I need a heart that is exposed and and ready to be presented to you rightly in its wholeness. No hidden thing. And so I was just thinking this morning about the practicalities of literal things we know we are to do today as a family and other heart issues within me that are not even tied to this specifically other than how bad I want people that I love in my life to know it and to do it and to at least give an ear to what God is saying in this. But you know what? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, y'all. We have got to get to that place of, you know what? If you're not called to this, amen, we are and we're going. As we extend out, look, this 
is a treasure, invaluable. You can't put a price on this stuff. This is eternal treasure. We continue to extend it, and we continue to ask the Lord to to reveal it in us in our ignorance. In our ignorance, as he reveals himself as what? (laughs) Yeshua Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath, the Lord of the feasts, the king that will sit upon a new Jerusalem where we do them all again. Friends, we've got to be sober in this hour, but also likewise, equally so, be free. Don't stress, don't strain, because again, I'll drive this point home and we'll be done. Imagine what the households of the Israelites looked like right now, thousands of years ago, as the plague would come that night, and all the things they had to do to be prepared. That's why they went in early to be purified, because preparation had to come as well before the promise of God came, before the deliverance came. Before preparation. That's why I've been saying that. Prepare, y'all. Let's prepare our hearts. Let's prepare our hearts. Because now it's time to plan. Now it's time to get things in order. Now it's time to get the lamb cooked. Now it's time to get the blood ready to put on the doorpost. Now it's time to set out the Passover meal. It's time to fill the cups. It's time to get ready to assemble our families and sit down. And what? Remember. And to cry out, Hosiana, deliver us, O great slain lamb. Deliver us. And so, friends, today, whatever you're doing for Passover, I pray you're doing something, but whatever you're doing, be free. Be free. Be free to receive all the eternal, unseen things that I believe are within this for anyone who has the faith to believe that there's something of eternal substance within keeping and observing the feasts of the Lord. Don't get stressed. Don't get strained. What's too much? What's too little? Let's be people led by the Spirit of God to know what to do and Shema, to hear and obey. Yes, Lord, I'm going to do that. You know what? That's too much. I don't even have the understanding for that this year. And that's okay. God, our hearts are towards you. And I, I am convinced your scripture is true when it says your, heart, your eyes are looking to and fro on the earth for what? For those whose hearts are fully engaged with him. Towards him. So friends, be towards him today. Be towards him. Like literally, let's physically turn ourselves Man, and lift our hands and exalt him and praise his name and declare he is good. Because he has been good to us by sending us the Son, the Passover Lamb. Christ, 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 our Passover. So friends, today, may this be an awesome day. I think something's going to happen on the earth today. I'm fully convinced. I know it's going to happen in my house. I pray it's in yours. Christ, our Passover. Amen.